Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. It's 1033, and we head down to Augusta, Georgia. We are joined by KMOX's Dan Reardon at the Masters. I've been saying that for a long time, and I love saying that. How are you, my friend? I love hearing it. I haven't been here in a couple of years. I know. I know that. Uh, it is really something to, to have you down there. And what is it like in person again? Well, today is, is a master's day. Today the, the weather is good, the bright skies, very little wind, warming temperatures, everything is good. Yesterday was sort of an aberration with the wind and the cold and all those sorts of things. But today people will see a typical master's Sunday in terms of the way the field plays. It's a very limited chase, I think, for the Green Jacket. I think it probably boils down to the final group of Scotty Scheffler and Cameron Smith with an outside possibility that Sun J.M. could get into the mix. But uh, at best, this is going to be a three-horse race, but it'll be an interesting race. Scotty Scheffler has been playing brilliantly this year. He is off to a very hot start in 22. He's the number one player in the world, but look out now. Here comes Cameron Smith. This is Cam talking after his round yesterday. The conditions were tough today. You know, Actually, that's Tiger Woods. Here, here's Cam, and then I'll, I'll jump back to uh, – let me see if I can find it. Uh, no, this is Tiger. I, I lost the cam. The cam has exited the computer. This is Tiger Woods about his round. The conditions were tough today. You know, they were tough yesterday starting out, but at least we got a little bit of a lull at the end. Today it's just been blustery all day, and yet in the, the temperature difference, um, it was cold starting out. And it's a good way to describe it all because Scheffler had such a big lead and had handled that weather so well, Dan, but when it started to improve a little bit, you saw a couple of people start to close on him. I wonder what today will be like. Well, first of all, he's the the, the bogey at 18 was, was actually sort of a, a positive because of where he was, but he's actually bogeyed 18 two of the three days of the tournament, so that's something you might want to keep in mind Um when they come time to the final holes, something that you want to look for with Scheffler, I think, going out today is uh, when he gets in trouble, he gets what I would describe as happy feet. His feet move around a lot at impact. And if you see that early in the round, that's not a good sign for Scheffler because when his feet are moving, the ball is going various directions. So that's, that's the tip I would say if you're looking at Scheffler. If you're looking at the Australian Cameron Smith, his reputation as being a really good putter. And if he gets if he gets off early making putts, that tends to be the the way that he competes through the round. Now he was good on the greens on Thursday. He was good on the greens yesterday. But on a Friday, he ranked 56, 56th in the field in putting, and and the, the round showed that. So 
for for Smith, I think it's look look for the start on the on the greens, and for Sheffer, look at the feet and and draw a comparison between the two. He does have a three shot lead, uh, and Smith is the kind of guy that can go. You know, he made over thirty birdies when he won in, in uh, uh, thirty holes under par, rather when he won in Hawaii earlier this year. So this is a guy that can get out on the golf course, whether it's a three shot lead or a four shot lead, makes no difference to Cameron Smith when he's got it rolling. I agree with you. Here is Cameron Smith. You have to stay really patient through the front. Um, there is a couple of birdie opportunities, but I think the back nine tomorrow is where, you know, obviously where the tournament will be decided. And I think you always want, as a viewer, to see a race down the stretch on the back nine. I wonder if we'll get it, Dan. And then uh, otherwise, it has been, uh, I think, a really beautiful golf course, even with the weather. It, it seems like everything is just in pristine Augusta national condition. It's, it's absolutely in great shape. The greens were, I think, a question for the players in terms of the speed. And, and, and you know, we had three inches of rain in, in Augusta this week before the tournament got underway and a little rain overnight before the Thursday round. And I don't think the players ever quite figured out the green speed. And we saw Tiger yesterday. It was just so out of character for him to four-putt a hole, to have two three-putts in the round. I think the greens look great, and they are great, but I don't think the players have quite figured out what the speed is. And today, again, I'm going to say with the sun, the lack of wind, they're going to get the golf course that they're accustomed to playing, and and we'll see good scoring. It's just as I said, the good scoring will come from guys who are climbing higher on the board but not climbing into contention. Let's circle back to Tiger Woods, who seems to be laboring a bit, but Really, what he said after the round with Amanda Balionis of CBS, Dan, was it was putting. I mean, he felt like he actually struck the ball well. <laughs> he called it putting practice out there. He said, I'm, I think I had about 1,000 putts today. Four three putts and a four putt, Dan. Yeah. And, and, and he's, by the way, he's on the course today. He's one under on his round today. Um, as I said, that was so out of character for Tiger. But quite honestly, he has struggled all week. You know, I'm, I'm revising what I, you know, I, I was surprised that he came here in the first place because it's such a physical uh, uh, test for him. But I'm revising what, what my thoughts are. I think Tiger knew coming in here that it was unlikely that he could win this championship or even contend in this championship. But Tiger has a long view coming off of this car accident. The long view needs data. And I think he came to Augusta because this is a place where he can learn about his game. You know, the next time we may see him is, is at Southern Hills and the PGA and then at St. Andrews. Both places where he has won major championships, both golf courses with terrain that is sort of forgiving to where he is. But he doesn't know in preparation for those championships what he needs to do. He now knows what he needs to do in terms of swing, in terms of putting, in terms of chipping. I think he's chipped extremely well over all four days of this championship. But I I think this was a data-driven tournament for him more than it was. You know, a little ceremonial, maybe competitive because he was one under the opening day. He would like to shoot 69 today, so it's not his worst ever Masters. But I, I actually think Tiger is so calculated about his career that he's still looking at that number 18 with Jack Nicklaus, still thinks he has time to do it, and he needed information to prepare for the opportunity going forward. Such a great observation right there. A hundred percent. I love that. Uh, I, I thought about that, too, that he is – Collecting data just every step of the way. Don't even think he isn't. What about the number one, former number one, John Rahm? What, what did you, he was my pick going in. What did you think of his performance? Well, he's actually paired with Tiger today. And, and, and it's not uncommon for Rahm to, to have weeks where he just doesn't get it going. And, and he's always battled the patience as part of his game, you know. 
He certainly has controlled his temper. We don't see that on the golf course. But patience has always been an issue for him. And, and this was a tournament that tested your patience because, because of the excessive wind conditions. You could hit really good shots and get really bad outcomes. And, 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 and give him credit. You know, we saw Brooks Kepa. We saw, we saw uh, Jordan Spieth. We saw Justin Rose not make the cut because they couldn't handle those circumstances. So even though he's played with, playing with Tiger at 7-0-4, give anybody who made it to the weekend a certain amount of credit. And the guys that climbed the leaderboard yesterday, and that, that would be Cameron Smith with that 68, deserve an extreme amount of credit. Tom, you can't, can't appreciate how hard this golf course was yesterday, not because it was 20-mile-an-hour winds, but because it was 51, 52 degrees, and the players could never get comfortable. Right now, keeping an eye on the next uh, groups and who's going to go off, and then the leaders. So, just for your viewing purposes, Scheffler and Smith will go off at one forty Central Time. M and Lowry, love Shane Lowry and the way he plays. One thirty for them. Charles Schwartzel uh, has played really well, and so has Justin Thomas, and they will be together. Dan at one twenty. You never know. JT could could get hot. Although eight back is pretty daunting. The only way he can get into this is for these guys to come back to them. One other note about Scheffler. Scheffler, is, uh, more than Cameron Smith, has owned the par fives. He's birdied eight all three days. He has two birdies uh, on on two. Uh, he is, I think, seven under for, on the par fives. Cameron Smith has not, has not done the same in that regard. They're both about the same in terms of how they fared on the front nine and the back nine, with the exception that I said that Scheffler has bogeyed the, the final hole twice. But look at the par fives. Just as I talked about, watch him in terms of the swing and whether his feet are moving. Look at how well he plays two and eight. You know, he's five under on those two holes for the week. He's nine under for the championship. So better than 50% of his lead or his position on, on the leaderboard has come from two holes. Look to see what that is today. Dan, finally, before we go, you've been there so many times. Just paint the picture of the galleries, the concessions, the, the, uh, the ambiance. Is it everything that you remember through the years? Yeah, absolutely, Tom. In fact, I made a point to go out this morning to see Tiger go off to get a sense of the galleries. And they weren't obviously anything near what, what, what was there on Thursday morning. But, uh, yeah, and now the color is back. You know, yesterday everything was muted by people stacking on as many things, articles and clothing as they could find. Now you can see the shirt sleeves. You can see the color. The, the golf course is in its full beauty when the galleries populate the fairways and right now the galleries are populating the fairways and it's back to that that, that beautiful um, image of color and green at Augusta. Dan we may check in with you next hour for an update just to see how Tiger is doing and, and get people ready for the leaders. Are you up for that? Absolutely Tom. Okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.